we're back for the second part of 47. Yeah, baby, that rolled off the tongue. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> about episode 50 and the break and what what we're going to do for that. Actually, answers on a postcard. Do you oh. remember them? <laughs> Stamp to address the envelopes. What answers? We've got a lot of answers in this episode, haven't we? Coming up. Oh, nice. All the way through, a lot of answers. Answers from Tim for his questions uh, relating to all things gaming. Mm-hmm. And then answers from our head crabs relating to all things Ghost Zoo. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, they've come up trumps. They really have. They've they've really, really stepped up to the task. I'll I'll raise my beard of them. Good. Excellent. So before we get into before we get into Tim, Tim Cop, I'm really trying to make that stick. We do you remember? Do you remember my guys? Do you remember when that, that guy, uh, Wayne was telling me about Buttkiss. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. In the last episode. Well, we've got the answer to the Buttkiss scenario. I'm worried about Buttkiss. Oh, uh, yeah. Wayne's uh, Buttkiss. Where I was, it was quite emotional, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Did you find that? Oh, yeah. What did you think about the fact that the uh, the producer... Mm-hmm. Uh, or the fishing for compliments. <laughs> no, not, no. What do you think about the fact that he said, Tom, that's me, said, I'm just going to press play on the reel-to-reel audio thingy but then it sounded as though it was like a, a movie camera that was playing what did you think about that was that strange or did you not even think twice about that no i thought it sounded like one of those um what yeah the, you know the, so you think it sounded okay well then pianos that play themselves what are they called again oh yeah self-playing piano mm. Oof, that was a deep eye roll that, wasn't it? <laughs> and that I've was my real... eyes. <laughs> Actually, I, I can't come into work tomorrow i've heard my eyes rolling sarcastically <laughs> i did a real deep eye roll imagine you get your eye test do you roll your eyes a lot sarcastic? <laughs> well, I am on the Gonoxlair podcast. Yeah. Oh God, God help me, son. Let's get them out. You don't need to get them out. What was the question? You were saying about the the real to real sound. Yeah, yeah. So you did it sound natural? No, I think it sounded okay. Oh, that's good then. Phew, because <laughs> he was a, the producer had a couple of sleepless nights about that. But the answer to Blood Kiss, this one's actually been sent in uh, on a vinyl record. Oh, is, it? is that what you call or it these tape. days? No vinyl record. Vinyl. Yeah. Specifically a vinyl record. Bit of so, crackling in the background, is that what you're saying? The, oh, I don't, <laughs> is that what happens with the vinyl record? I don't know. Um but Tim, you we were talking about this earlier on, uh, before Ross Ross was fashionably late. Um, and you were you were telling me a little bit about what you think mm. Wayne might have done but to not, save Budkiss. Yeah, it's not it's not particularly exciting, but That's I've, the podcast. I've played RDR two, like it, brilliant. And, abbreviated and, it there, Ross. Did you like that? An automatic abbreviation. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to listen. I think he's, I think he's with us. No, but do you remember though um, when I kept referring to RDR two in your yeah. I know. I, I try and airbrush that. Yeah. And um, if you lose your horse, you you basically went back to any town, went into the stables. You'd pick the horse. If it wasn't there, you'd pick another one and then come back and it would be there the next time. Fast forward 24 hours, something like that. Ah. Go in, you could pick the horse back. So I imagine it's something quite simple like that. I don't imagine there'll be any sugar lumps and, and <laughs> like getting down with a Twix or anything like this. I imagine it's going to be something air more. Airstrikes as one <laughs> Yeah. I don't imagine there'll be airstrikes or jetpacks. Or just gentle persuading. Mm. I, had a, I had a horse, white, beautiful he was. And uh, I called him Andy Cowell, which is quite timely considering yeah. he's come back to the tune. <laughs> and uh, I was well, telling boys him, coming home, lads. <laughs> what corner? <laughs> yeah, corner. Uh, That's I, what some people call him. Does it? I, mm-hmm. I call him Azar Kaza. Nice. 
Well, I lost Andy Carroll. Mm-hmm. I'm not not lost him as like he was disappeared, like I, he died. Oh. I was really upset oh. at the time because you do make an attachment. I, mean, I think Wayne was maybe a little bit drunk, but also you could tell <laughs> how much he loved that horse. Yeah. And um, I had Andy Carroll, and he fell off one of those uh, one of those train um, bridges. Yeah. Um, I got off my horse and went down to take on some bandits. And as I was fighting them, this horse fell mm. from the highest point <laughs> and died in front of me. I was really disappointed because. Oh. You know, he'd helped me for about three months of playing that game. And, you know, you can't have a funeral for that horse. That's not in the game. No? No. I had to travel back up to the northwest bit where the lakes were to get another white horse that looked exactly the same. And I called him something like Arnold. No, not Andy Carroll too. No, I wanted another name like that. I went with Arnold. So I think it'll be something simple, like visit the stables and, you know, click a button. It's, it is, um, I would say it's a bit of a, a manipulation, hmm. manipulation of those. But what I'll do is I'll, I'll put the, yeah, go on, Ross. I was just, has any of you played Shadow of Colossus? No. Yes. Well, I played the original one, yes. Yeah, did you, did I have you play it to the completion? No. Yes. Do you know the bit I'm thinking of with your horse? No. <laughs> so in that game, I, Spoiler mm-hmm. for this game. Uh, would you be bothered if I spoil like no. a little no. element? Just of that remind game? me. Well, yes. what happens is, uh, and a lot of that game, it's just you and the horse. Mm. And near the end of the uh, game, you you try and make a jump, and it's it's very difficult to make, and the horse falls off. <gasps> That's and right. Yeah. There's a bit where you s- your character's reacting to the horse falling. You just scream, Alan Shearer, no! <laughs> <laughs> and you think it's dead, and you think it's dead. Oh, later on it turns up again. And I feel oh. like I wish it had enough. Mm. It oh. turns up with a limp. Yeah, oh. and you're like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like I was crying. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you crying? Why are you crying? And the Hoover's going. This one was that that distasteful. It's, it's gag. a good joke, Henry the Hoover. It's a good joke. Mm. So I'm going to uh, just put the needle onto the record now. You probably hear that. And we'll just let the listener hear the answer to the butt kiss conundrum. Take it away, Wayne. Imagine two mountain peaks and you've just loaded in the game and there's you on a horse and three other horses. They're your friends. You're all on a mountain peak, great, you make your way down, and then you realise that one of you, one of the party, Butkiss, is over on the other peak, alone, stranded. And then you spend absolutely bloody ages trying to get up to the horse, so you can whistle him down and things like this, but it's impossible to get up to the peak that Butkiss is on. So I struggle for ages. Here's the solution to how I eventually managed to do it. If you remember, the issue had occurred on loading in after a save. And it must have, by chance, and just the position of where the mountain peaks were, I guess, and where that div- uh, division is between saying the characters are here or they're here. And for some reason, one of them was outside of the one that we roll on. Then it said, okay, I've got to allow you to stand on any land, flat land there is you can stand on, because you're a character. 
So it puts all of us on that peak, but perhaps at that point there isn't room for the other horse, so he puts it on the nearest, the computer puts it on the nearest available flat land, the other peak. I don't know, but it does this. But on a moment inspiration, and this is after absolutely hours of messing around, it, like playing at different times, trying to work this out, and finding that much more interesting to do, and much more atmospheric as well, because you're up in the mountains, than actually playing the game you're meant to play. But what I did in the end was, in a moment of frustration and sort of uh, a light bulb moment, I pushed my horses off our peak and then jumped down after them with my horse and then as we were all falling because we were really high up I paused it and saved it and then when I loaded it back in it regenerated us and we managed to fall far enough that we were in the next chunk on and we all reappeared together and I was like ah oh, but this is with us and then I realised, I know it's not that Bertkiss is with us. It's that we're with him. And we were all, all of us, up on the other peak. Just totally stuck. Because you couldn't get, you couldn't make it down. You'd just fall. Uh, and then the, I suddenly realised what to do. And I pushed everyone back off this one. And then jumped after them myself did the same, paused it, saved it, loaded it back in, and we reappeared on the other peak altogether. I'd actually managed to do it. So I'd went from hours and hours of frustrating gameplay that was all back together again. Success, totally class. So there you go, guys. What do you think about that answer then for the Butkiss conundrum? Exciting? It was a bit different to what you expected, but... Yeah, yeah. Alternative. Yeah, alternative solution. I think Wayne has that sort of mindset. Mm-hmm. He will destroy a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> he will make a problem into... Destroy an exit. Yeah. But he persevered, got butt kissed back, reunited, emotional experience. You could tell from his voice it was emotional. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we've got a, an end to that. If there's any more stories, uh, any more questions you've got for Wayne, you want to send them in, you know where to send them. He sends them to gonoxlayer at yahoo.co.uk. Listeners can contact us at Gonarchslayer, Twitter, G-U-N-A-R-C-H-S-L-E-I-R. Mm-hmm. That's the only two ways to get in touch, though. Well, I'd like to hear more of uh, Wayne's experiences on the trails, Ooh. what he's got up to. Yeah, and we'll just tease that Western special again, shall we? Oh, yeah. Do you want to tease it? Yeah, we'll tease it, yeah. Tease, tease away. <laughs> six, six shooter. Pew! What would your cowboy name be, Tim? Got to be something good in it. Tim Sheriff. Tim Cop. Tim Cop. Tim Sheriff, Cop. Sheriff. Sh- Sheriff Tim Cop. Deputy Tim. <laughs> what was that? I thought it was supposed to be like a, a, a cowboy accent. You, went you need bit, to answer. You went a little bit long and arty. I know. <laughs> Mine will be Rosebud because that's what everyone called us by accident. Yeah. Mm. And I'd have like roses on, on, on the <gasps> pistols. Oh, nice. I'd be like quite. <laughs> oh, I'm out of rounds. <laughs> that's me getting shot. Oh. All right, That's Pete. the end of Ross Blood. Right, what a story, though. Yeah, they the sing ballads about us. Mm-hmm. Nick Cave's that. The Ballad of Rose Blood. Mm-hmm. Rose Blood. Yeah. The well, but what would yours be then, Tom? My cowboy name. It would be something Ooh. sexual, wouldn't it? Definitely. Um, like cow fucker or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck them, I make love to them. <laughs> All right, yeah. Cow love maker. 
Um, Will. <laughs> well, I'd like to hire. <laughs> Uh, Sheriff. Yeah, I had. No, I'm too busy doing me, me hobby of looking after the cows. <laughs> well, they're called cow hands, aren't they? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but I share a birthday with um, Billy the Kid. Do you? I wasn't aware of that. I mean, you weren't aware of that? No, how, how many episodes in him? I just found out this crucial <laughs> wow, information. <feel>. 23rd November. <laughs> you're yeah. going to have to give him back some of the money he's given you for coming on. So I'd uh, be Tommy the Kid. Yeah. Tommy Kid. Tommy the uh, Tommy Kid. Tom Kid. Or or Cowfucker. Or Cowfucker. <laughs> it's it's one or one of the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do a, a Western special. Nicely Class. teased. Yeah. Tim, did you have one? Did you have an answer to that? We're giving you plenty of time to think about it. An answer to Cowboy name. Yeah, I I did. Oh, what was it? Sorry, Tim Cop. Oh, fuck. Okay. Cowboy Tim Cop. Cowboy Tim. Tim it's Sheriff is better though, isn't it? Because it's Sheriff. Like, oh, yeah. you want? Uh, mm. oh, I said that ages Omar ago. Omar Sharif. You can't call people <laughs> cowboy <laughs> anymore Sharif. as well. Wow. Gender pronoun shit. What sheriff is that? Is that no way, uh, cowboy. Oh, sorry, cow. It's probably I do. Cow I do prefer cowgirl to cowboy. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we move on to Tim's? <laughs> Thoughts on games and that. Yes. Okay. And then some more shit. Factory. <laughs> Let's do it. Right. I think this bit's all about me. Um, I agree. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you a little bit about my gaming history. Um, I can't remember not playing games. I've got an older brother. He's eleven years older than me, mm. and he always looked up to him and wanted what he's got. So he had an Acorn Electron, and I was too small to play it, but I wanted it. I didn't understand what I was doing, but I wanted to bash the keys. And um, so I started off Acorn Electron. My brother and my dad used to play Repton. I remember... Repton? Repton. 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 Cool name. Yeah. Yeah. There was Repton 1, 2, maybe more. I think mm-hmm. it might have been a few. It was a kind of um, 2D, like Boulder Dash, old, like older than Boulder Dash. Um, you had to kind of tactically get round a maze, mm-hmm. drop boulders, very similar to Boulder Dash kind of thing, um, and get to the exit point. Um, but there was lots of traps you'd easily fall into and die. And um, I remember me, me, me brother and dad being better than I was at it at a very young age because I used to make the same mistakes. But you quickly learn, don't you? Mm. The, the one thing I was um, I was quick at was getting better than my brother. And I think it didn't take long to get better at gaming than my brother. And even though he's 11 years older than me, I was probably about seven or eight, and he was maybe a bit too cool he thought and was into drinking and going out and getting drunk we shared a bedroom and uh i remember being better at him when it came to my second machine which was the commodore 64 and when i first started listening to gonic slayer i remember the debate between the pair of you and it was spectrum and it was i was team ross hence <laughs> hence the mention about the hashtag team ross in disgrace um, i was commodore 64 i never had a spectrum he's playing with friends but i always thought that the commodore 64 was better mainly because i had one yeah and that that's was, purely what it goes yeah. i know there's a few listeners i think yeah. i'm stuck in that kind of like yeah yeah i, I played what i played and that's what i loved and yeah. um, i love to, i love to see 64 it's true because i never played a, a c64 i've never actually played a proper c64 oh that I, I wonder if... Oh, I'm okay, Rever- though. Retro <laughs> Maggie, I'm sure, has got one. Yeah, he has, oh, yeah. He's man. got the mini one, hasn't he? I think he's just I got has, the mini yeah. C64. But the keys don't work on that, which is... I know. Yeah, it's not, just not there for looks, looks, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it is. It's funny, that. But I was, we always had Spectrums, but yeah, I never had a C64. C64, for me, was where I 
you know, I learnt my left and right. Yeah. Yeah. ZNX was left and right. Uh-huh. It was the window and it was the radiator in my house. I must have been quite young, but I, <laughs> I knew left and right. And I know adults who still don't know left and right. You know, window I, doesn't start with Z, right? <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. That's okay. Good. Um, but it, for me, it was games like the winter and summer games. It was da- no, Daily Thompson's yeah, yeah. Decathlon. Oh, and, oh, and, and some of them Yeah, t- timing that and getting the angle at 45 degrees and things like that. Did you but particularly it, enjoy the d- Decathlon episode? Because that was one of my favourites of yeah, playing it. the game. That mm. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> I never liked mm. them sort of games. I loved them. I loved them trying to, you know trying to reach 90 metres in the javelin and that kind yeah. of business was always like a goal and mm-hmm. I always wanted to better it and better it. Um, but my first ever RPG was The Bard's Tale. <gasps> Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, actually, I've never taught the story on the podcast and I'll keep it quite short. But I went over to Terry, early guest of the show and uh-huh. a friend. Yes. Um, and friend he, of the lair. He had a game that he was running called, what was it called? Goblin Mountain. Mm. And I started playing Goblins Mountain, right? Have I said this on the podcast? No, but I've heard of that before. I, 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 have you? Continue. We'll right. Out. So I started playing Goblin Mountain. It, it. So Terry had a brother, Ian, and uh, well, he still does. <laughs> Ian and Terry <laughs> would have the Spectrum, and I mean, Ian was in my year, and he'd be totally Team Spectrum. Get like quite a lot of shit about Block City of the Commodore and stuff. And seven and, Shades of Shit. Yeah. Well, that's something you made up, but never mind. No, that was Terry. Well, yeah, I think... Oh, no, hang on. Did he say that about the Commodore? Yes. Oh, sorry. Okay, right. Yeah, that was true. So anyway, the the dabbled in programming, Alien Road, for instance, they tried making a game. (laughs) The only ever got is... Alien Road. Yeah, Alien Road. They only done the... uh, Just the loading screen. But I I went over once and they'd made this game and uh, they'd programmed it themselves and it was called Goblin Mountain. And I I loved it. I was like, wow, you... It was like Bart's Tale, you had the eight adventurers and you would like name them all. That's yep. what I liked the most. You yep. could name them all. And I was like, afterwards, I was, I'd was i got Bart's Tales. This was a couple of weeks later and I'd said, um, by the way, this is a story you'll like, Tom, because it makes me out to be a buffoon. So <laughs> stick to the end. Okay. I was like, Terry, uh, Ian, like that game you've made, Goblin Mountain, I've just bought Bart's Tale. It's, complete, it's, it's a rip-off of your game. He went... Oh, that's weird because we sent off our game, and um, we sent it off, and in the 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 paid where they said, "Oh, it'd be a good idea. We're going to use your idea," and I fell for that hook, line and singer. Oh dear! A couple of the joke ballooned and went even more mean, and then later on, I found out from them that they just typed it out 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 of the, like oh, a magazine. Right, okay. I remember doing that. Remember a basketball game, typing and programming. Did it work? Yeah, it basically was a you know a stick figure throwing a ball through a hoop, and then it rolled back, and then you you did it again and again because you put in the program. Were you proud though? Well, I was because if you get one letter wrong, uh-huh. the whole thing sync sync cast errors. Yeah, it? yeah, and you couldn't copy and paste. No. Well, I think that's why it's it's amazing that any games these days actually run, because if you think about the amount of lines of code that have to be written. To, even for then for those sort of games how much you had to write out yeah. there's no copy and paste and stuff but you had to write it all out now there must be like millions more lines of code and anything could be wrong in those lines of code that would create a glitch like your character falling through the, the ground or something or mm-hmm. something weird like that and you've got to find that it must be a fucking but that's why nightmare. these big budget games cost so much to make because there's so many ways of breaking them mm-hmm. and you need these people to check that you can't walk through a wall PlayStation well, 1 games had loads of weird glitches uh-huh. the more we've went advanced glitches still happen but not to elaborate couldn't, they couldn't be updated then no nah. I mean even the Spectrum you had um, 
pokes and stuff like that, which were like cheats. Yeah, but you could yeah. kind of put them in to fix glitches and stuff, couldn't you? Well, because there were some games that were just broken. You but couldn't you, finish them. You couldn't, yeah, you couldn't do that with um, sort of Spectrum, um, sorry, uh, like Nintendo 64 games and stuff. That was it. So if there was any errors in there, that, that, that was it. But now you get patches and updates mm-hmm. and stuff to mm-hmm. fix them. Also, incidentally, Rockstar have just made uh, their game testers like full-time employees or something like that or mm-hmm. given them full-term contracts or something like that. Good for Which that. is an interesting uh, aside. Tim. Yes? The weather. <laughs> <laughs> Wet. Um, the, I've got a couple of honourable mentions for the C64. But IK Plus International. Oh, International lovely. Oh, the music especially. Brilliant. Have we played, we played, we played that? Yeah. Chris, Christian mentioned that on his episode, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I love the mini game with the... The balls, balls coming, yeah. you had the shield. I've done that once, Brilliant. and I felt like I could take on the world. Yeah. Was it like the shield from Trojan? No. A couple of funnies there. I used to love doing the double like, kind of split kick, oh, and catch yeah. both people either side. But if you stood still, if you didn't touch the, the, the controls at all, his pants used to fall down. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, yeah. even now I find it funny, but then it was just the funniest. Did he have underpants on? Yeah. Were they like ghouls and ghosts, Sir Arthur, Arthur's underpants, like flowers and I think they were playing. I think they were playing. I don't remember. Tidy whities think so you see a normal person doesn't yeah. remember no Tom, i need that detail yeah. um two more honorable mentions there gauntlet gauntlet 2 i love those games oh yes and um defender we talked about defender a little bit earlier and um recently um there was that um games exhibition at center for life that game on i think it's back now mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and they had guy. and they had defender console Right. and i literally hogged it for about an hour <laughs> and, and like everyone had gone and i was still playing defender because it was just brilliant it was it was so frustrating though it was the first couple of levels stages were quite easy can you remember it was about the alien ships coming down they try mm-hmm. and capture the humans on the ground so fast, and you had to shoot it? them catch them and drop them down and that was fine but if one of them managed to get a human up to the top they turned into this kind of like like a raji raji <laughs> absolute raji and they would come at you and if you if two or three were coming at you it was game over and right. it was a really tough game game over man <laughs> so um defender yeah definitely my brother was better than me at that one oh but you still like it yeah see that's a it just says a lot about the sort of man that tim is mm-hmm. forgiving moving into the kind of next generation mm-hmm. i got a nez Everyone else was getting SNESes, okay, and I was a little bit behind, and I got a NES, and it was all Mario Duck Hunt and things like that, uh-huh. and the, the, the number one thing for me was just the colour, you know, that it, from a C64 going into a NES, yeah. I remember just thinking, this is fantastic, and, and Suit Mario, and I just thought it was it was brilliant. Isn't but it weird that about this, the, the colour of the Commodore, when I was growing up, that was the selling thing about yeah. the Spectrum, oh, well, we don't get colour clashing that, yeah. but like what Terry had said... That colour palette, that muddy brown and that, it wasn't nice, was it, no, really? No. Um, for me, um, Nez was about lemons. Mm. You know, it was, right, yeah, yeah, it was about lemons. It was about Arkanoid and Bomberman. I got into kind of like like those kind of puzzle kind of games and I really enjoyed those. Um, I, got, I got a Mega Drive. It wasn't mine. It was one of my, my mate. It was my brother's mate. Whenever they went away, like Abitha Weeks and things like that, he was a bit older than me. I used to pinch his Mega Drive, and that's mm. where I got into all the sports games. It was all EA, EA. Yeah. it's in the game, all yeah, that yeah, business. Yeah. yeah, and and for me, it was about the American sports. It was John Madden. Oh yes, yeah. all the, all the players had like a star underneath them running around. It was FIFA, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was NHL. It was um, it was brilliant. And, the sports uh, N- games, NBA Jam. The sports games on the Mega Drive were legendary, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, oh. class. They were brilliant, but like Sonic and the speed 
playing Sonic for the first time. I remember kind of like not being able to sit down playing because I was just so excited. Oh. You know, that, that, was, that was the level that I was at when I first played Sonic. Um, it, was, it was good. I did have briefly had a Game Boy, but other than Tetris, I never really got into it uh-huh. and um, didn't go much further with it. I'm kind of moving forward um, quickly now because all my mates in my secondary school had an Amiga. Mm-hmm. And I wanted one and didn't have one. And um, it took one of me pals wanting to sell one that got me. I bought it second hand off me mate. And um, I want to kick off. I want to kick off two and I want a champ manager. Mm-hmm. And my, my favorite thing about me Amiga at the time was everybody just used to swap games. In the playground, they'd, they'd, they'd lend them a lend them pack of 10 discs and they'd give you 10 games or, mm-hmm. or if there was multiple discs less. But you'd get loads of games mm-hmm. yeah now, like, it, it was piracy you they were you know but at the, at the time that's what everybody did at the age of 13 14 mm-hmm. everybody was passing games around like i don't think that's like the case anymore no, there's, there's no. so you know games now and the, and the machines are so so clever that you it's don't get that suffered as we said before that like, me suffered so heavily because of piracy it was such it a was... massive shame and also it, it was detrimental strangely enough to the actual the making of the games because you, you in your mind when you have an Amiga you have all these games that you like but when you start playing the emulator as you realise there's there's millions of games on the Amiga mm. and for every diamond there's a lot of shit on the Amiga yeah there was yeah because I feel like the the overheads or the mustn't they spend too much time trying to develop the manual that you could only read if you were like a member ah, of the yeah. secret service or something just so you could find the right code to, that didn't just even to work. Make it load and stuff because people would just crack them yeah x copy uh is that what it was called do you remember that for the amiga way that's how you would copy the games ah, right. right i can't remember i did it yeah <laughs> yeah um but for me it was about initially it was sports games it was sensi it was sensi soccer how'd you like that kick off to oh yeah it's all right <laughs> so yeah. do you bit of a fan do you prefer sensible soccer to kickoff? Because there's there's people who are in two camps, and when I talk about kickoff, it's got to be kickoff two, but yeah. with the um, data disc into Europe. I think it was called. I, I like to kickoff two. Do you remember the player manager where you could be a single player? He did a career. Wow, you, I've never played that. That was absolutely brilliant, and it, it was frustrating and, and demanding because it it you had to stick with it. Your yeah. teammates might be awful, but. You go through that, and then you you know you you get signed by somebody else, and you move up through oh, leagues. And that, it, it, I had that, and it was really good. Which game was that on? Kick off two, but it's kick, off, kick off two. Player manager, bloody hell, by that's Dino like Dini. A... Do you remember him sliding on his knees and the screen? Yeah, yeah, I loved all that because that's a concept that uh, a few Fifas have had. I think, or a few older games. And I thought that was like revolutionary, sort of control your own player. But they had it even back then. That's yeah. that's that's a yeah. really ahead yeah. of its time sort of concept. It was, there. yeah, it really was. Um, champ manager I mean champ manager cost me all my A's at, at GCSE <laughs> I basically I basically didn't revise for anything yeah. because of champ manager yeah I, I think I mean I, I passed it all just mm. about but I could have done better I kind of didn't bother because champ manager meant more to me and that was on the Amiga as well champ, champ manager that where I, that originated yeah, yeah. I didn't realise I thought I don't that have was it. PC the Collier originally. Brothers wasn't it yeah the Colliers they played okay. for, they, they, they were the two designers of the game and they put oh. themselves in the Cambridge United team because they right, were Cambridge okay. players Sorry, they were Cambridge fans, right, okay. and um, they were brilliant. They, they, the progression—they, they didn't start. The stats didn't start great, but if you played it a few years, they came through as two class young players right, okay. who most sort of at the time it wasn't the Premier League, but um, or was it? Yeah, it might have been mid nineties. Yeah, 
Might at the beginning. Uh... Aye, yeah, they will have been. So, yeah, they, they came through as like Premier League players in a couple of seasons mm. from Cambridge United and they, they designed themselves to have fantastic doing, kind of yeah. progression scale. Yeah, you of course you would. Of course you would. Honourable mentions, cannon fodder. Oh, I mean, the, the thing for the Amiga for me was having a mouse. Yeah. yeah. Playing with a mouse and cannon fodder. I've played it on emulators since and it's just yeah, not it's the not same. The same um, but um, things like Speedball 2. Yeah. Ross. Speedball 2. Well, it's it. funny, like a lot of them games did go on the Mega Drive as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but the Bitmaster Brothers who made that, it's just the memories of that. Because have you ever managed to complete that? Don't think so. You should set yourself a challenge once you get the Amiga. Yeah. You can't do it. Right. Class game. You um, you did it while we were recording this podcast, didn't you? I'm sure you, you played through Speedball 2. I played through. I got put off because I hit a wall. Okay. But I'm going to go back to it at some point. Cool. Um, just last honourable mentions, things like Chaos Engine, Monkey Island, Prince of Persia, and a game called Wings. Do you remember Wings? Wings is lush. I was going to go... I've got that for the Game Boy Advance, right? right? And you can play as the Nazis. Well, it's not the Nazis, is it? Because it's the First World War. Um, you can play as the Germans on that. Right. The Luftwaffe, would yeah. it be on that? Yeah. The Air Force. Uh, that game. I love the way you were writing in a kind of... It was lovely. I've told you about it, Wings before. You have, yeah. It, it, you felt like... We, we, the best games for me are the atmospheric ones, the ones that you feel a part of. Mm-hmm. Wings, the diary, and the keep, you know sort of tracking the Red Baron and what he's mm. doing and what you're doing. You felt like you really wanted to defeat him. Yeah. It was like a kind of top goal scorers, but top kills. Yeah. Because right. there was three game modes in that, wasn't there? So basically it would be like a journal talking you through the whole war and stuff like that. And you started off in the Air Force and there'd be three like game modes and one of them was like in the cockpit. And that's where you would fight the other aces or maybe shoot down balloons. And there was one where it was like isometric, where you would go down strafing the kind of like um, the trenches and or shoot a train and stuff. And the last one, which I find very annoying, was overhead and it was the bombing run. Mm-hmm. When you play the game, the very start of the game, it sets you one of them randomly to mm-hmm. like to earn your wings. But it's a it's a fucking really clever game, and I bought it for the Game Boy Advance, and. I did want to play through it, but I don't know time, man. It's just it's hard to like set aside this time to play these games. Is that the one that kind of is it a Japanese game? No, no, it's a cinema software, which oh. uh, a lot of their games do not hold up well. Like oh. they made it came from the desert. They also made the Rocketeer game and um, Defenders of the Crown, which is something I mentioned earlier, oh. uh, like in a previous podcast. They excelled at that kind of like. Good graphics for the time, but like a mini game type of like thing. But Wings was good. And um, Chaos Engines. I love the way you could have two players on that and the computer would control the other player. Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to ask two questions. One question was going to be, did the Red Baron actually exist in, in, in IRL? Yeah. Yeah. Baron yeah, von Lichtofen, is that right? Or, or is, that, uh, is that right? I think sounds, he did. Sounds Baron, better than what Baron... I would come out with. Didn't he? He, he got killed by... Um, was it a Canadian just sniper? Like someone just fired off randomly? Is that what sniped him in the like battlefield or something like that? Just someone just fired him. Owning in battlefield moment. Like, sniping yeah. the Red Baron. <laughs> Fuck. And the second question was going to be I remember vividly the Chaos Engine cover. It was like a guy's face, wasn't it? Yeah. What was what was the game? Was the game anything like uh, Syndicate? No, the Isometric game was or... rather like what we might be dipping into later on time travel. It was about like, um, it was set in Victorian times where they'd made like a kind of 
Higgs boson kind of like that made the chaos engine. Right. And there's the startup, like the cutscene, there's this thing where it shows you like a dead dinosaur. They've dragged that through. Mm-hmm. It's went crazy. It's created all these like, um, like shit enemies, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to go through um, the world. You're a bounty hunter. You pick two bounty because you get a money system in it and there's six of them to pick. Hmm. And interestingly enough, I think one of them's a, a vicar, a priest. Yeah, that's right. But they changed that in other countries because it, they said it was offensive. Because oh. the priest's meant to be very... Um, he's selfish, isn't he, in the game or something yeah. like that. Oh, right. I love the look of that game. Like yeah. one's called The Fug. It was kind of steampunk kind of yes, art, wasn't it? Yes, that's exactly was what it was. Was it isometric though, like over the, the, the from the top sort top of down. a bit like Syndicate Way or Syndicate Wars or whatever it was called? Let's you could... put it this way, they used a lot of assets they used on Speedball 2. Oh, so really? like some of the power-ups and stuff looked like they just so it's oh, it completely the over. Players, yeah. Oh, the fuck. music's amazing on that game as well. As per. Any particular bit of music that was great? <laughs> the or main or... theme. Okay. <laughs> Phase was um, I moved across to Sony and the PlayStation, and that was a present off my brother and my sister for my birthday. You know, one of the questions. Sorry, one of the questions I was going to ask was any memorable presents. So thank you for answering that. Before you, there's that. Tim Cop. Tim Cop. Tim (laughs) Cop getting one in early. It was the box set with Demolition Derby and that kind of. Oh, nice. uh, Early games. Nice. That's what I meant. Destruction Derby. Ah, it's it's close enough. Yeah, I think I would say um, Derby. It was the, the bo- Yes, that was a gift from it, Retro Mike. Yes, it, it was the box set with Destruction Derby, and it was dead good. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, but I, I remember Crash Bandicoot, and again that that this feels incredible, new feel. It like the characters ran towards you or away uh, from you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the screen scrolled forwards or backwards. And I remember thinking, this is not like Mario hopping across and hopping up and down tunnels. This is something really quite new and exciting uh-huh. the graphics on that on the ps1 was were, were brilliant that those animations i remember sort of the humor in gta the top-down versions and the gta london and that kind of stuff and playing through those mowing down a, a row of monks that kind of the, uh, stuff. The, like you can't um, believe you got away with it what were the the, the they were chanting um harry krishna's i think can i just say sorry incidentally there's a game i've got one of the games I bought recently, American Fugitive, which is sort of a, a homage to the original Grand Theft Autos. Mm. It's like a top-down um, game like that, driving around and stuff. Yeah. You got PS4, yeah? PS4, Might yeah. be worth having yeah. the Deeks at that. Will do. Yeah. Deeks. Deeks, have a, have a Deeks. That should have been in my Tom bingo I forgot to bring. <laughs> I had an, had an idea to bring along a bingo card to see if I could make Tom and you, Ross, say daft things that you say. Right. And tick them off as you go, but I didn't do it. Proper um, fan, you see. Um, a couple of other honourable mentions like Metal Gear Solid, International Superstar Soccer, ISS. I still oh God, call yeah, Pro Evolution yeah. Soccer. I still call it ISS. What a 
What camp are you in then now? FIFA. I moved across to FIFA for years, um, but I've gone back to Pro Evo or ISS. Yeah, but it's free to, a certain to, version of it. To be it? honest, I'm not playing football. I'm not playing the soccer games anymore. I haven't, I haven't got one. Me, mm-hmm. me nephews come and visit us, and uh, they kind of like refuse to play FIFA 15. They think like, like, why would I still own FIFA 15? That's yeah. kind of like nobody has FIFA 15. Yeah, well, I have. And you'd be like, I know someone who's playing sensible soccer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, actually, they're really interested in some of the older games. Like I sat the youngest of the two down and showed him like like games that we love, retro games. And he was like really into it, really excited. So I, I, I think great. I might be on the Prezi list someday. A um, couple of more honourable mentions, things like Crash Team Racer, multiplayer, flying oh. around the little course. It was Crash Team Racer. Yeah, it was. Oh, crash... the Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah, from the Crash. It was. All right, so the poor man's Nintendo. Yeah, but it was. Still, That's come back. It's still isn't really it? good. Yeah, yeah they've is, just yeah. they've just I've not played it since. But the game for me on the PlayStation One was Tomb Raider. Okay. And and it was I talked a couple of times about atmosphere and how you get into games because of atmosphere and Tomb Raider, the music. And the um, and and sort of going into sort of dark spaces and climbing and discovering and mm. and I'll never forget. Um, I remember it really quite vividly climbing up to a waterfall, looking down, and the music starts up oh, when yeah, you first yeah. get up there. And I remember thinking, "Wow, graphics are amazing on games nowadays." Yeah. And you you know you're sort of twenty years on, and you think, "Wow, how far have they come since?" But yeah. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, and Final Fantasy VII. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. My 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 gaming sort of timeline from then on has been very much sony so i've kind of gone through ps2 psv psv to ps4 mm-hmm. but i'll just a few honorable mentions and things that stood out for me um ps2 again i, I bought this one second hand off a mate that was moving to america and didn't want to take it with him um so i got that about a year into its life um honorable mention things like gone a war at the time gta when it came out gta 3 oh yes again when when i first played it when you kind of rotated the camera mm-hmm. and being being in control of that and having sort of dual stick was just unbelievable. Special mm-hmm. like Yeah. And you take it for granted now and nearly every open world game's got those two sticks. And yeah. But at the time going, I can control the camera was unbelievable. Um, and, and sort of spinning that round and not to mention the hijinks you got up to. Um, <laughs> but things like Max Payne Max oh, yeah, yeah. walking that blood trail in the darkness. Ah, you know, and, and oh God, I, when you fell off and he used to scream. Yeah, it oh. was. It was, uh, was that. It was like his nightmare, wasn't it? He, yeah, it was like a nightmare sequence sort of thing. Oh. It was a dark game. I yeah, mean, it literally was, was dark. Really well game. told, it the sort of uh, noir. Yeah. Forward. Another another game that for me was really, um, I thought was quite groundbreaking. It doesn't often come up in your top fifties online and things. Was Black. I don't know if you remember the shooter Black. Oh, yeah. And the reason I just thought it was unbelievable was um, when, when things were shot, fragments came off buildings right. and walls and yeah. cars and, and the detail in that. I remember just standing behind a pillar, just watching it being destroyed, not actually uh-huh. fighting back, just watching the destruction of it as it broke into these tiny pieces, thinking, well, Tomb Raider was just, they were, they were brick walls, they were square, mm. you could, you could, you know, there were glitches, you were talking about glitches, you, you could be half in the wall, half out the wall, things like that. I've not played it down. It was one of my favourite games. Yeah. But remember playing Black, going, "This is becoming better and better in the game." Um, that, that's what that was all about. You're right. It was all about the um, they'd spent loads of time making the the guns look really powerful and bright, and the, the animated the bullets and stuff like that, and all of the flash from yeah. the muzzles and things, and, and that was was really cinematic. But yeah, I, I, I don't think that game's ever been mentioned. 
I didn't like black to be no. honest with you. And the reason something sticks in my mind, you couldn't jump on that game. Yeah. And that's something that I know that seems weird, but that was something that bothered me at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it was like you can't jump. Mm. I think I was playing it in conjunction well, that's PlayStation Two, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I'd Halo. Yeah. Which tough to do. Yeah. For me, feelings oh, I got obsessed with that game. Mm-hmm. Mm. PS3. Mm-hmm. Um Games came out like the Assassin's Creed, um, Far Cry Two and Three, Uncharted, loved Uncharted, um, Little Big Planet for creativity. Oh God, I clever. Yeah. It was good. It was it was really interesting. A lot of fun playing with that with my nephews, pushing them off skateboards and then laughing as they were dead. Now it's carrying on. <laughs> that's um, that's a franchise that's kind of been forgotten, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's they gone now. Yeah, it was, but if you it think got about free recently, didn't it? Oh, is it uh, on PSN? I'm sure. Right, like one. Of... At the time, it was for the users, wasn't it? It was, can you create? Yeah. Out you go. Stephen Fry telling you how to do it. Um, was it Stephen Fry? Stephen, yeah, Stephen he was Fry talked to do it, yeah. So is it a bit like that Mario Maker? Well, I think Mario Maker took that on. Really? I, I feel like they have, like, I think Big Little Big Planet was very influential in that sort of idea. Mm. I just didn't think the physics, because I did play it just recently, and as a platformer, I thought the physics were just not there. Right. Mm. But I thought the creativity of all the content probably made up for that. Yeah. Batman. Batman Arkham City in Arkham mm. Asylum. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, it's another game I've just com- recently bought. Combat on that, yeah. again, I thought it was groundbreaking. You could press X at the last second, not even last second, last split second, mm-hmm. and the character blocked or jumped mm. or whatever button you pressed. And until that point, I don't think that any game had kind of had that reactivity. And someone, someone could be just about to punch you in the face and you could pull it off mm. if, you know in this in a split second and that was that was really good it set the standard for a lot of games a lot of fighting games copied that that sort of rolling continuous um combat style didn't they? a lot of them tried to, to copy that i think uh you know if uh, superheroes i know batman isn't a, technically a superhero but he's like a hero isn't he he doesn't have superpowers he's like an anti-hero but yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he's not like a. He doesn't have superpowers. But the, they always have that problem making games. I mean, Superman's like famous for it, where making you feel powerful, but yeah. also making a game about it. Thing with like Ar- the Arkham games is that that combat works so well. You are powerful. You're taking on all these characters. Yeah. But the genius was to make all the different enemies have a different way. So it's like a kind of a puzzle. And that's like what I like about that them that game franchise. Mm. You, you could be taken on by about forty thugs, mm-hmm. but you would leap over so many to get to the one that you knew yeah. you had to take out yeah. because he'd be dangerous at a distance. That kind of thing. It's so clever, yeah. it, it, and it works so well as Batman. I feel like moving that to a different character doesn't quite work as well mm. because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Batman is meant to be like that. Yes, I recently got the. Um... All three of them, the remastered versions of them, Return to Arkham, all three games, City, Asylum, um, and Night, yeah. for like £14 in a sale. Class. Value. So really no Origins. Had all of the... <laughs> what? What game is that? It killed my <laughs> Xbox that game. Did it? Doesn't it exist just as far as It wasn't actually that bad. Yeah. yeah. Never played it. Was it was Rocksteady, was it? No, but it was still all right. This next one... I absolutely loved and it was Dead Space and then oh. Dead Space 2 yeah and it was it was the weapon I love that weapon where you could slice off the legs yeah that was just brilliant and it was again atmosphere and Dead Space 2 
I played them back to back, bought them both on like a cheap aisle mm. and um, they must have been out for a while. They've gone platinum and I thought I'm going to get that and I'm going to finish it and I've played Dead Space 2. I've heard good things and stuff. Yeah. And I finished Dead Space 1 and went straight into the second one and you return, spoilers, <laughs> you return to the ship right. where you'd had a traumatic time. Like it, it was one of those games where you, you, you were buzzing when any kind of serious event had finished because mm. it was a bit of an ordeal getting through each bit. Yeah. And, and going back into that ship and taking it on again and you're waiting for the thing to jump out at a certain junction and it didn't mm-hmm. and then it came from somewhere else and it played on that. It mm-hmm. played on the fact that you'd played it previously and it. Had, I remember playing it in a dark room and just absolutely love it. It was fantastic. It was Dead Space 2 that had the opening cinematic where you're in a, a straitjacket and there's a guy right in your face and he's transforming into one of those... I th- Thing it is, yeah, and then you run away. Or they're called. Yeah. It's, it's teaching you. Terrifying. It's the it's the early teach level. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think Dead Space Dead Space One, the first one, was glorious. Like as a agree, as yeah. a horror game, that was more like the first Alien, mm-hmm. and the second Dead Space was I suppose kind of more like Aliens, I suppose. In power, you more, yeah. Mm? It empowered you more. Yes. Like in the first one, you felt more like uh, it was more clunky, and also it was more about like just surviving, just yeah. getting through the. The audience. second one, you felt more powerful, and it had more. The third one, oh, the third one was a bit shit, but the second one had some incredible set pieces, some of the best set pieces I've seen in games. Brilliant, loved it. Well, I was going to say it to Tim, like the second disc, but you played on the PlayStation, mm. and they didn't have a second disc. Blu-ray, because mm-hmm. mm. their format one. Mm. Then I went into um, Bethesda mm-hmm. and everything that they did with Fallout, Fallout 3 and New Vegas, Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And they kind of ran with that kind of sort of open world uh, gaming. I absolutely love Fallout 3. Um, graphically, games like Heavy Rain. Oh, um, right. uh, and at this point, I think I need to mention Red Dead Redemption, mm. which I just absolutely loved and was my favourite game ever for a while. Yeah. I just thought it was just enough, like. brilliant. And um, talking earlier about um, sort of the loss of a character, spoilers again, yeah. and, you know, how, how deep you feel about that. If that character came back, you'd feel like it's kind of Bit not cheap. as good. Yeah. And, you know, I thought they did the ending of Red Dead Redemption. They did it really well. It was perfect, yeah. I mm-hmm. agree with that, yeah. yeah. Uh, moving into PS4, and I'm on the PS4 Pro now. Um, there's a bunch of games here that I haven't played yet. I, I don't have time for gaming. That's the biggest issue yeah. I've got put Red Dead Redemption on. I bought it in October. I was still playing it in May. Right. So I basically have got I've got games that I'd owned for nine months and I hadn't even put in the machine yet. I yeah. shouldn't have bought them because they're, they're cheap now and I spent 30 quid on them. Um, but sort of sporting games, things like MLB, the show. Not many people are into baseball. You know, it's, it's American pastime. It's Japanese. But apart from that, yeah. nobody plays. Um, in terms of graphically it's the best sporting game you'll ever play far better than like fifa mm-hmm. and, and john madden's better than that mlb the show um it's very easy to forget you're playing a video game mm. the i mean it's easy because there's, there's less stadiums and there's less players okay so it's, it they can get the likenesses to be absolutely spot on Derek mm. jeter looks just like Derek jeter um but um mlb the show absolutely brilliant and and the depth of the road to the show game it's like uh it's like be a pro kind of game where you take a, a young player, take them through the double A, triple A, and into the 
into the MLB and it's really good. I also um, thought the UFC ones, although I hate that sport and I would never play the games, they look incredible. Some of the graphics in those games, mm. the way they've done those, like the way each muscle moves and stuff like that's pretty impressive. I did but, dabble with the the boxing games, um, and when I first played them, I was blown away by the like just the reaction of punches to the muscles and yeah. stuff like that. Is it not like Mike Tyson's punch out? <laughs> no, it's a long. Uh, so the fight night is that what fight that night was fight night franchises yeah yeah I had that. and um yeah the 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 are it's funny though how you get used to the graphics you after do. a while and then you you're like I don't like the way it repeats that for instance mm. but like five minutes ago you were like wow this is amazing <laughs> um, Uncharted Four brilliant I've yet to play that one I played because I played catch up played the three of them three gets a lot of stick but I thought it wasn't that bad. I think it's because Uncharted 2 was so good. Uncharted 2 is the best one. Yeah. yeah. It's literally... Just set piece after it's set amazing, piece. It's yeah, amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, yeah. I've just played through that, yeah. Absolutely loved it. Again, yeah, I again, I, I, take I, like gra- I take graphics sometimes just because, like I've talked a few times about, wow, that's new and that's exciting. I would climb somewhere and then turn the camera around and go, hey, look, I can see right into the distance. Mm-hmm. You know, that that was brilliant. Um but things like um, Rocket League and Towerfall Ascension, like multiplayer online stuff from PlayStation Network that came on, are just absolutely brilliant. What's Towerfall Ascension? Towerfall Ascension, you, you play a little um, like sprite, a character that, that jumps around with a bow and arrow, firing them off, but you've only got three or four, and um, you, you play it against your, 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 your mate online or in, in, in the room split screen. Mm-hmm. And the first one to, to kill the other one wins, and you get points for that, and first to however many. And... Um, if I fire off an arrow and miss, you can collect it. Right. So you've got six of them and I've only got three or four, you know, and, uh. and it's got a quite nice sort of equaling system. If I'm winning by three or four games to nil, I start with, you start with a shield, you start with more arrows, I start with less, I've only got two. And it, it kind of, it's a bit like the old kind of games, the um, Mario Kart racing, uh. where if you were last, you'd hit all the best bonuses and catch up. Rubber banded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, really nice little jump around shooter. The one player game I've not really got into, but you know, get three or four people in a room. Uh-huh. It's a hoot, absolute hoot. It's it's people are just firing everywhere. And it's <sighs> funny. It's funny. And you get replays of the kills and stuff. It's funny. Yeah, so that, I've that, never heard of that. There's so. one to go and have a little go at. Um, that's my PS4 list. What I need to get into is I need to play the new God of War because everyone right. says it's brilliant. I haven't played the new Spider Spider Man. I'm saying new. I'm saying new because I've not yeah. played it. Yeah. They're not new anymore, new, new. but they're new to me. The latest, yeah. up yet. Um, if I can just move on to um, my my number one game mm-hmm. is The Last of Us. Um, played it through three or four times. Um, just absolutely loved it. I'm really excited for Last of Us 2. I yeah. thought, again, atmospheric. I thought it was just brilliant. I mm-hmm. thought it was so well done. Music. I mean, the, the, I bought the album, the guitarist, the Spanish oh, guitarist yeah, yeah. guy. Oh, yes. Just, I just thought the whole thing was just superb. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. They've got a lot to live up to in number two. No. Um, but that was brilliant. That's why it's taken so long as so well. So that's, that's my 35 years of... Career. Gaming, <laughs> yeah. I thought I might grow out of it. My family thought I might grow out of it. I'm probably never going to grow out of it. That's fine. That's a good thing. No, it it does. You don't grow up; it just grows with you, doesn't it? Yeah, That's the thing. it evolves. I, I suppose um, it, I've kind of described a chronology there. But in the last two and a bit years, I've been part of a group 
of uh, there's nine of us doing a retro game challenge every week. Nice. Every Sunday night at nine o'clock, you have to submit. You've got to submit your highest scores, and we take turns um, sort of picking a game and a challenge. Yeah. And um, there's a little shout out to Chris and Sai. They're they're the admin on the team, and it's really good. So, I'd, I'd I'd like to hook up to that. Eh? Yeah, have a go on that. We go we go back lots of lots of Mega Drive, lots of NES and mm-hmm. SNES. We, we don't have the emulators for the C sixty four and good because be I, I don't. Know. <laughs> but that's that's the NES, the SNES, they're easy emulators to yeah. run. Mm-hmm. Well, we we stick to those generally. The odd Master System sneaks through or a Game Boy Advance that kind of thing. Cool, that that's, I'd good. like to. Um... I'll hook you up. It sounds similar to uh, kind of similar to Rets. But his is a little less frequent. He does one every few months, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, pick a game and get as many submissions as possible. Yeah, that's what we do. It's nice to have an excuse because there's so much choice. Oh. And sometimes you feel yourself snowed under. Like, that's why, I mean, before I was talking about, like, Metroid, when I sat down and I actually, like, thought, right, I'm going to give this a go, you find yourself with Emily and as you've got all these games, like... Mm. Trying to like put yourself a wealth of an embarrassment of riches, would you call it that? No, because quite a lot of the games come across as canny poo by today's standards. Embarrassment of shite. Yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, well, we'll um, we'll have a little brief um, transition into the next bit of your gaming stuff. So this is really smooth, really smooth segue. Would you say? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Self-aware, isn't it? Any moment now. Tim, that was a wonderfully uh, concise, uh, concise roundup of your game in history. You managed to squeeze thirty-five years into about thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, thirty-five minutes. What I liked about it was very similar to mine. <laughs> Which you is something you said. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, aye. Um, no snares though. No snares. No snares though. I played Street Fighter Two with mates snares, but no. So you had a Mega Drive, didn't you, as yeah. well? What was your favourite version of Street Fighter 2 then? What a que- what a loaded question. I didn't play it enough to be able to answer it, I don't know. What a disappointing answer. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know, I wish I could tell you. There was all the turbo and turbo whatever, but... No, I just mean spec- uh, Spectrum off. Imagine that. <laughs> well, Spectrum or Street- Commodore, which it's oh, out on both. I see, SNES or Mega Drive. Yeah. Um, I only played it on SNES. I, I would never, say I, I never yeah. played it on the Mega Drive. I think the controller was better. But I'd then say you it was, had the was Street Fighter 2 out on the Mega Drive, was it? I um Fuck it me. was hyper fighting, so it started with hyper. Wow. I did not know that. A lot of people like it. Yeah. It, it's a good version. It's got some stuff the SNES one doesn't have. Mm. But, Extra um, buttons. 
Did this Mega Drive have extra buttons at that point? Because there, there was no. But if you had that controller, the six, six buttons, uh, but it's not extra buttons. It's just the same amount as the SNES controller had. Uh, yeah, uh, true. Sorry, anyway. So shall we probe further and deeper into Tim, Bit Ross? And we'll get you to give us your, let's see, Desert Island games. These are the things we need from you. In any particular order, Desert right. Island games, Game and Persona. That's the uh, the game and uh, the character in gaming that you feel best represents you or best represents your personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose Pac-Man. Ross, you had the guy from... The Great Escape. Yeah. That's right. Dude, dude. Um, three people from history you would like to spend a day playing games with. Uh, the stat that you were given on your character creation screen, which is a.k.a. your birth. Um, I had procrastination. Ross, did, what did you have again? There was a joke. There was a running joke about this, wasn't there? I kept getting it wrong. I can't remember. What oh, the, I can't remember. Like, I've, I've blocked all this out. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? I try and remember in, yeah. the, in the proceedings. It was in the 20s, I think, that episode, maybe. Was it? Maybe. And then, of course, you'll choose two games for whoever the next guest may be to play as homework. So, take it away. Right, Ten okay. cop. <laughs> okay, Desert Island Games. Um, I was thinking about my favourite ever games and I was thinking about putting those in, but I think if you're going to be stuck on a desert island, you need a game with longevity. You need yes. something that you can just play and play and play. So I tried to pick three games with with massive stories in them. Nice. So I went for Champ Manager or Football Manager, if you want to it's be. A great choice. It's yeah, a good one, yeah, you can play, I think I think you play 30 or 40 seasons before you says game over. I've never reached it and I've played this game so much. And you can always just go back and start as a different manager somewhere new. Mm. Which, which uh, a particular version or just any of them? I love Champ Manager Italia back oh. in 95, 96. Uh-huh. Love, love that. So maybe there. Okay. Um, but actually, that might that might restrict my gaming a little bit. Mm. Anyway, um, second game I went for was Call of Duty Mon- Modern Warfare 2. Ooh. As long as I'm allowed to play online. You can. Right. You can have all the facets of the game. Yeah. I mean, that was, for me, the online game. Right. I absolutely loved That was the only one I actually got any good at. I would get killed by kids who were better than me and play it more than me. But I played that one enough to be able to win and do well at it. So So you're excited for the new one then? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I am. Yeah. I always, I always pick up the CODs and give them a go. It's um, got a 32v32 mode, I think. Really? Mm. I don't know if it's a battle. I don't know if they're going to have a battle royale mode or if it's just going to be they're expanding on the battlefield and trying to sort of claim battlefield crown because battlefield have lost it a bit with the battlefield five. I, I like it's. I just like it's simple. Every man for himself. Uh huh. It'll have the like the yeah. deathmatch mode or whatever they call it. I'm yeah. sure, but they're also having a the team one. Yeah. Uh, so my third choice would be, and I mentioned it earlier, is MLB the show. Okay. The this. They play, it's a crazy sport. They play something like 280 games a season, something like that. Mm-hmm. So they play, like they'll play yesterday, they'll play again today, they'll play a double edit tomorrow. Then they'll fly to somewhere across the country and they'll play twice more that week. And you go, this is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. So a season on that, if you were to play it, you can simulate and you can just do the innings where you're at, at bat or you can play as a team. If mm-hmm. you want to play as a team, mm-hmm. take, it would take you months to play a season. Like ridiculous, it can take an hour to play a game. Mm-hmm. So you just multiply that out. So I was thinking on Desert Island, I got more time. You got plenty of time. Yeah. In between cooking coconuts. Yeah. Chasing, what do you do with coconuts? Chasing 
sharks with sticks. Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. Aye. Tell us about it. So <laughs> I, thought, I thought a bit of MLB. Yeah. Uh, so three games there that I thought I could get right into and play long. That's Yeah, that's good thinking. Really good yeah. thinking. Uh, longevity and, and, and coming back to it, yeah. Excellent. Excellent answers. Next section is the, my, my gaming persona. Mm. Choosing a character. Tough one. Yeah, I was keen on Lara Croft. Oof. I mentioned her earlier. Well, I'm keen on Lara Croft, let me tell you. But I decided to go for a character who hasn't had it easy. So I go for a character who's overcome a lot of challenges and one that grins like an idiot. Can I have a guess? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Horace. Horace Gosky. <laughs> Horace Gosky. Um, Guybrush Threepwood? Three oh, all right. Very, it's very good. It's very good. It's not one I've written down, oh. but that did actually, that was on my shortlist. Yeah, was it? I, hey. I, love, I love Monkey Island games. Um, it's just because you mentioned the game. Earlier, I, so I went for Crash Bandicoot. Oh, nice. Just a grinning idiot. And I thought that, 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 <laughs> that, that's, that's... Excellent sort of, choice. That's I'm, I'm going to be careful when I say that because I don't want to agree that you're a grinning idiot. So say something nice. Um, I like you. <laughs> wow. That's lovely. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Shuffles towards Ross. <laughs> Team Ross. Right. Next section is three people I want to play games with. And that this this I've had the, the most debate in my own mind. I sound like a lunatic saying that. Um, <laughs> but trying to pick three people. I was, I was thinking three famous people that I want to kind of like quiz and famous people from history and everything else. And I thought, no, if this is a gaming day, I don't want them to be crap at games. Like if you, cho- oh. if you choose Adolf Hitler, like he, how good is he going to be at Call of Duty? I can spend all day teaching him how to play it. Well, but that would be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think it'd be quite futile and boring, and I, I think I'm gonna like beat resistance. Him. Yeah, <laughs> that's futile, isn't it? That's something that he would have said, mm. and that's why you could teach him. It's like, see, Hitler, you aren't always right, yeah, and yeah. you aren't always good at stuff. The master race and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I've tried to pick three people that are fun, uh-huh. but they were into games. Are you seeing Hitler isn't fun? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know him. <laughs> you don't know him, Adolf. I went for. Uh, Robin Williams. Oh, yes. Robin Williams. I'd bring him back for this. A day on Call of Duty with him. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he played. He did, yeah. He was a yeah. Big, his daughter's called Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Rogen. Oh, yes. I think it'd be fun as well. He's right into retro gaming. Mm-hmm. So a bit of Paperboy with him. <laughs> Mila Kunis. <laughs> Didn't yeah. you pick her? I think um, uh, may, uh, maybe, actually, because I, I might have mentioned Jennifer Lawrence as well, but I might have picked Mila Hot and bothered. Ooh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's interesting. Three gamers. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun yeah. with uh, Mila, but she's not allowed to bring Ashton. No, no, definitely not. Because um, he was unless he brought unless he yeah. brought beers. Yeah, I think he could be quite a good laugh actually, Ashton mm. Kutcher. I wouldn't mind. The next question would be three famous celebrity couples that you <laughs> want to play games with. Uh. They'd be in there. Mm. Sorry, I had a mouthful of beer there. Excellent. Again, excellent answers. Next one is my stat. And I kind of pictured um, Vault, the Vault Boy, you know, the Vault Exactly. Tech. Yeah. yeah. And, he um, gets it. This guy gets it. Yeah. Right uh, there. yeah, yeah. I was thinking, um, I think I'd go for something like humility, but instead I went for um, charisma, athleticism, I thought I'd maybe go with skill. Mm-hmm. No, not really. None of them are me. <laughs> so I went for so- sociable plus one. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. I would say that's probably me. I can I can certainly say, just going again, calling back to that time that we met 
uh, and you said it was the, again. I don't know put words in your mouth. The best game and podcast you've ever heard. Uh, probably anyone else would ever have heard. Um, yeah, I found you quite quite sociable, very sociable. That's fact. that's rather interesting because on Fallout, isn't it one of the uh, if you pick if you put a lot of points in you, is it charisma? Charisma, yeah. Where it unlocks a new thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like pandian to what the other person wants to hear. Yeah. So I've are you saying that that's what I've managed to? So unlock? I think it unlocked a skill. It's like a, and he just said that, and you were like, "Whoa!" Hang on, is this a game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it is. The big. That's the big reveal. Open <laughs> up actually... the blind. There's a there's a nuclear bomb going up in there. That happens in Fallout. No, we haven't rendered that bit yet. Outside's oh, right. not rendered yeah. yet. But bar- it was like bartering, sort of like uh, sort of buttering them up. Yeah, sort of. it means you could get out of fights, or yeah, you could like could get, get stuff cheaper and stuff. If Can I you get stuff cheaper in stores? Yep, because I've got the sociable plus one. Awesome. Can you get some beers sometime from expensive I shops? would just use it to have me way with people, though, wouldn't I? I know. Because that's the sort of thing I'd well, do. And then word would get round and you would lose that start. Yeah. I'd probably gain a couple other things, wouldn't I? A couple other unwanted stats. There's a lot of radiation going on. Do you think sexual like ah, diseases... Yeah. They might be eradicated at that point. Aye. Yeah. Potency. Aye. Sort of... Uh, automatic uh, immunity to um, all sorts of illnesses. So anyway, uh, what were you? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. What were your two games that you would t- subject the next guest? I don't know who that's going to be. I don't even have an idea who it could be. No. Well, I do have some ideas, but right. they seem reluctant to to want to come on. Well, but if you just badge at them, it's fine. Chris Dubs, my brother. Kai, I think would be. Are a good you guest. really wanting to name these people? I'm, call, on, I'm calling them out Tim. now. Right, I've got Tim one. Cop. I've got one on the Mega Drive. <sighs> Ooh, we haven't had a Mega Drive game yet, have we? Yeah, we have. had from your your beautiful wife. Ah, uh, the hockey. Yeah, you yeah, should remember that. In I fact, that's probably that. a bad thing. Whoops, and I don't mind if you edit that out. No, I'm leaving that in. The one from the Mega Drive is Desert Strike: Return <gasps> to the Gulf. Oh, the what a game. One. That's that's the first oh, game. Yeah, the second Jungle, game. Jungle yeah. Strike was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah. Return to the Gulf, this one. You'd think that was the second one. I mm. think it was just polit- politicising the game. Also on the Amiga. Ah, was it? Yeah, yeah. Ah, great game. Oh, God, I love that game. Yeah, brilliant. I loved it so hard. I feel when you play it today, <laughs> you might not like it as much. I played I played one of them, actually. Um, it might have been... Urban Strike is that one of them? That's yeah. the third one. Yeah. So yeah. So there was Jungle Strike, I think. Desert Strike. Right. And there was um Wasn't there one called Nuclear Strike? Yeah, I think there was Nuclear right. Strike as well. But at uh Retro Mikey's game day thing. Right. Game day thing, I played I think it was Urban Strike, I think. It held up well. Did it? Mm. It held up well. Yeah. We played on the retro game challenge a little while ago and it was really good. Oh, nice. There yeah. you go. Um my second game. Um, it's a C64 game, but you can get it on the NES. Fuck. And it's... <laughs> it's, it's Quicks. It's, it's pronounced really as Kicks. Q-I-X. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a little kind of strategy game. Um, you play a little sprite that moves around the screen and you have to draw boxes and you've got to complete that box before any of the, the alien thing that's spriting around the place mm-hmm. touches your line. You've got to get uh... home safe. And um, the aim of the game is to get round the screen and, and colour it all in without getting... T- like tagged. I saw hmm, 
Loved it on the C64, it was class. I saw something recently, a TV show or a film, and they were playing that game. And was it, it might have been Stranger Things, but I don't know if it was. But I saw that recently. I'll watch Stranger Things and let you know. Please do, yeah. yeah. Ross, you're going to be watching it as well, so keep an eye out. But it might not have been that. It might but, have been a different... Uh, it was a film, I've got no idea what it was. But. You know, like, later on in the Commodore 64's lifespan, they had Inventor Loads, where they would have... Um, whilst it was loading in, you'd have a game of Space Invaders. Ah, and they would also use that game mm. because it's go. the one yeah. that like a lot of arcade games have used, but they've turned it kind of pony where you're like, yeah. oh, I knew he'd be like, <laughs> where you like uncover boobs and stuff. Horse quim. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they were, that were, they were the, the glory days. Mm-hmm. Well, brilliant choices. Um, Gonna have to get thinking about who the next guest will be then. Yeah, yeah. Subject them to that. New head crab. Mm-hmm. Tim, Tim Cop, thank you very much for bringing that sizable journal, which <laughs> I would imagine you've been writing for the last 35 years just for preparation <laughs> for this very day. Because you knew, obviously, you knew it was going to happen uh-huh. because you've seen it. So um, we're not quite finished yet, but have you enjoyed? sharing that experience <laughs> yeah it's been good only disappointment is i thought the lair was going to be in a dungeon well when we when i press the light switch and or when you go to leave and you go oh i'll say oh you're the last one we just turn the light off and you press the light switch and then you hear this evil maniacal laugh and the whole room drops and i just look over the edge and go see you next year like that and you drop into the basement and down there is all of the other head crabs well, what's left of them? You'll, yeah. <laughs> you'll eat your words then, won't you? <laughs> no. Yeah, that would be bad. Because you'll have to eat your words because it's the only way you'll stay alive. Mm. Could you survive on your own words? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Let us know, Tim. <laughs> Via Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you have to come up with your Desert Island games now because that's, mark my words, what you're going to be playing for the next three years on a, on a laptop that eat makes my a, words. an annoying noise. Eat my words, eat my shorts. Fantastic. Well, that's the end of that wonderful segment. Mm-hmm. Next up, not much to talk about aside from Ghost Zoo.
Okay, guys, so how do you follow a segment such as the one we've just had where we delved into the mind of Tim and heard him tell us all about his gaming history, etc.? The only way we can follow that is by delving into someone else's mind. So this is a segment that from now on is going to be called Inside Ross's Mind. Okay. Really? Yeah. All right. Are you happy with that? I don't like the fact that it's putting pressure on us, so now I've got to come up with something every month. Is well, you've that... already come up with something for the next one. Aye, but then it'll run dry and I'll feel guilty. It's fine, then we'll just drop it and we'll just come All up right, with something All right, awesome. Else. And there'll be no problem, yeah? It's I'm organic. looking at your face and you're like, that obviously would be a problem. <laughs> it's organic as fuck. Look at the amount of things we've dropped over the course of this podcast. Like, yeah, not Ross dropped, spot, but sort though, of... Yeah. <gasps> Ross's Spotlight. That's gone. I haven't got the time to play on games anymore. Tim, what did you think about Ross's Spotlight? Big fan. Big fan. You're paying, Tim. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own mind. He's in full control. Yeah? In control? I've just been the loo. <laughs> he's, he's fine. He's, yeah. He doesn't need to go. You, you don't want to try? I'm fine. Okay. We've got a long journey ahead. <laughs> right, so, inside Ross's mind, part one. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> May actually be part three or four, because we've been inside your mind a few times. Mm-hmm. Ghost Zoo. Yeah. Everyone's really excited about this segment. The head crabs really have outdone themselves. Oh, awesome. They've really outdone Look themselves. Look forward to hearing this. And... So, goes to, we mentioned it last time on the last mm. episode, and it blew quite a few people's minds. Simon said he exploded on the train and laughs with laughs. On the tr- uh, might have been the bus. Mm. But he did some laughs when he first heard about Ghost 2. So... We've got a lot of answers from people about what they would like to see when they go to Ghost Zoo. Right. Um, I've come up with a couple of uh, couple of taglines. Excellent. Um, for the Ghost Zoo experience. Mm-hmm. You'd kill for a ticket. I think maybe we came up with that one together. I did, well. You'd kill for a ticket. Well, take, uh... it's, it's multi-layered because if you killed someone that you wanted to see in Ghost Zoo, mm-hmm. they would be in Ghost Zoo, but you'd also get a ticket. Clever. It's clever. Right. What about ghosts find a way? <laughs> like Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. A lot of these There's a lot be, of... It's going to be a lot a of lot that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Unleash the ghosts. Again, Jurassic yeah. Park was mm. Unleash the Beasts. Mm. Um, caution. Dead inside. Again, that was from Jurassic Park. But it wasn't dead inside. It was dinosaurs inside. I don't know. And then what about... <laughs> <laughs> What about it's fearing time? <laughs> That's good. Instead of no. feed, instead of feeding time, it's good that isn't that it? That is good. That one. I, got, I just came up with that wow. one. Wow! Yeah, it's fearing us. time. So we're going with it's fearing. Like Ghost it. Zoo. That's the it's one. Fearing time. Yeah. Okay. Great. Cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm excited. Well done. Uh, what about a couple of rides that you might see at Ghost Zoo? Because mm. would would it be a bit of a theme park? I think it would be a bit of a theme park, wouldn't it? I'm open to suggestions as good. long as I get some coin from. Oh, there'll the be dollar concept. bill. Yeah. There'll be dollar bill. You'll be getting the green. A live train instead of a ghost train. Flipping it on its head, because you always see a ghost train, but a ghost zoo you would see in a live train. What would that entail? Just people strapped in that don't want to be there. Hey, let me go! Like, sort of thing. And uh, right. It would just be a live celebrities that we've captured, 
instead of like sort of dead people. You know, it's a work in progress. I'm not sure about that. Okay, we'll put that on the. That's fine. On the maybe. That's fine. Style. I mean, it's definitely going to go ahead, but that's fine. That you've mm-hmm. got your opinion on it. What about? I think you like this. A roller coaster. That's all a right. Roller yeah. coaster. That's good. And not sure on this one. Helter Skeletor. Like skeleton. Helter Skelter. Helter Skeletor. That's all right. No, is that Tim's not happy? Not for me. No, I like the last one. You like the uh, roller coaster? Yeah. Okay. So it's fearing time, and the main attraction is a roller coaster. Ross, you said you came <laughs> you came up with a particular attraction, which I thought was incredibly bad taste. But you mm. said there may be in the because you've got a food stores. If you remember playing theme park, you would have toilets as well. Mm-hmm. Ross, you said there might be a, a ghost glory hole in the toilet. <laughs> no, I uh, said that's <laughs> something you would find funny. That's oh, your, like well, you your right. type of humor. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, thinking about it, that could be something you could do in Ghost Zoo. Could check out like ghost, you know, celebs that you would like to see. Ghost porn. Well, just you know, inside Ross's mind, guys. Could kind of interact with the ghost (laughs) in that sort of way. Yeah, that's like that niche porn, isn't it? That you would um, you would pay to get made for you. That you've paid to get made for you in the past. Oh yeah, when I went to see John Ronson, he was talking about all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anyone listened to that podcast, um, The Butterfly Effect? No. They talk about the fact that free pawns had all these ramifications. It's like um, people have lost work and whatnot. And a lot of adult actresses now make these niche kind of like uh, videos. And one of them that he's quite obsessed with, John Ronson, is this guy who collected stamps. And these two ladies are like destroying these stamps. Like these porn actresses. Yeah. And um, he gets off on that in some way. So in Ghost Sue, you could kind of like, I don't know. The world, it it depends. Like, like what sort of boundaries does a ghost have? None. Like, do what? What so I can just totally exploit a ghost? Yep, I think you can. Mm, I don't know if I'd feel good with that. Yeah, but yeah. Also, I want to ask. I want to say this. You know, when people talk about ghosts, I do. Yeah, like right now. Yeah. Why? Why is all ghost sightings always like a Victorian gentleman, or like a, you know, like it's always Victorian? Yeah. Why can't you have like something else? Mm. Well, we, ghosts do. Would they all be Victorian, or would there be anything you want? Well, no, that's that's what's took everyone by storm. The fact, like, <laughs> wow, there could be other type of ghosts. What other than Victorian? Different you believe it. Yeah. Sounds insane. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, but it's true. It's mm-hmm. happening. A lot We've of people like the, the the fact that it's going to be celebrities as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So an idea would be like you could go and visit John Merrick, like in oh. a Victorian hospital. I know that's Victorian era kind of. Oh yeah. God, you've just the two Lennons, <laughs> John Lennon and uh, Lennon the uh, uh, Stalingrad. Yeah, them just talking. Just Dish, you know, not understanding a word. Isn't it funny? <laughs> I, I know you'd have to have like a, a ghost. Interpreter, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it would be it also would be a ghost like as well. You could have like t- come and taste some ectoplasm, see what it tastes like. Oh, that's going it's back to that niche porn again, isn't it? That's me, yeah. Um, genetically enhanced ghosts is that something else you thought of? Well, because uh, I'd watched the latest Jurassic Park, yeah, and there was yeah. that, that happened, they were selling off genetically uh-huh. enhanced, a one of one of a kind ghost, yeah. So you could add them now, mix Hitler with. Um, wait, well, is Jeff Capes dead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Hitman <laughs> Jeff Caves. Uh, that'll do. There you go. <laughs> I was in that extreme time. Oh, fucking hell. Wow. Inside Ross's mind. So, Ross, you've wanted... Um, you've... <laughs> You wanted some strangers, some new newcomers to the podcast or new headcrabs to message in for some time. I hope you don't regret it because you've got some this time. Right, fire. Really? Yeah, at least one that you've never heard of that I've never heard of before. God bless him. Let's start with Tim Cop. Right, mine. Is, can I just say this is good? Right. And this is the callback to Mauritius that I mentioned earlier. Oh. Yeah, mine's called Dodo World. Dodo World. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave the slogan till the end. Okay. Okay, here we go. What does a dodo do? Delve into dodo world to find out how we cleverly de-extincted the dodo. Do you dare to dive from our death-defying dodo diving boards? Take a ride in our dodo discovery dome. Hop aboard the dodo diggers and use the dodo dash cam to delve for dodo eggs to deliver. Why not dip into our delectable, deep, dimly lit pools? Like your steak rare... Well, our exclusive dodo steaks are the rarest, so delight yourself in our dodo diner. While you're at it, why not go nuts for our speciality dodo nuts? Can you beat the dodos in our dodo dash, or would you prefer to sink a drink with dodos on the lash? And don't forget the dodo dodgems, dipper and disco. Oh, and we have a ferris wheel. It's dead good. That's a tag. This is like almost too good for this podcast. Why is this buried at the end of this podcast? <laughs> we started on a high there, though, haven't we, with this segment? Yeah, that's awesome. It's, uh, it, it's, it puts me in mind of uh, Cat in the Hat sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Seuss. Yeah, playing with that. It wasn't. Really? As, it wasn't as rhymy as his. No, but you went heavy on the the alliteration, uh, uh, which is something that the producer loves doing in the. Uh, descriptions of the podcast I don't know if Tim if you've ever read any of them one or two uh, it's a shame because he spends a lot of time on them <laughs> <laughs> one or two it's not quite every single one but that's fine I'm playing it down I've read them all have you <laughs> inspired by it yeah for the dodo world totally that um, sorry everybody else but that's my favourite I'll say that <laughs> <laughs> but you know fuck it so uh, where do you go from there you go to <clears throat> Where do you go from there? You go to Simon, mm-hmm. who says he wants famous people ghosts so he could go and meet like famous philosophers or like Hitler and shit. <laughs> Is this That's the another... fifth mention of Hitler? Yeah, I think pretty much, eh? He always gets at least a quick shout out, doesn't he? Before we carry on with that, imagine that that's a, like a, a thing you could do. Have an argument with Hitler and see if you could change his mind. Yeah. You could do that with Ingo Sue. Yeah, like you, you can. could like have a word with Genghis Khan and say like how it it's oh, not man. Genghis, is it? It's Chengus. Really? Maybe. I watched um Chinghis. Something like that, yeah. But you could try and change his mind. Well I was thinking about this for my um you know, sitting with three people and playing games all day. I thought, can I can I get someone famous? And I thought, no, I want to play games. Exactly. You just end up wasting yeah. your time trying to convince them that yeah. the atrocities that they committed were wrong. <laughs> Instead of just blasting fucking uh, Crash Racer or whatever it was yeah. called for like 24 hours. <laughs> and you don't I'd get hungry do. or tired as well, by the way. So you don't have to do anything else but play games. And at the end of the 24 hours, you'll feel fine. In fact, it won't even take up a day. It'll just be this day in, in another dimension. So You're pushing the realms of reality here. Get back to ghosts, Sue. That's life. more grounded. <laughs> <laughs> the life bath. Um, mine would be like 13 Ghosts, the film. So a zoo of all the crazy serial killers. You ever mm. seen 13 Ghosts? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good film. Um, Chris Dubbs. What would you do with the serial killers before you move on? All sorts of stuff. Right. Well, I would do everything that they did to uh, their victims. We're back to cowhand. <laughs> Yeehaw! It seems that way. <laughs> Chris Dubbs. Oh, oof. he was close. He almost didn't feature. He almost didn't feature. Yeah. But uncharacteristically, I checked my phone on the break and we had a message from Chris Dubbs, so I'm glad I did that. Mm-hmm. He says, hey guys. Just got to the end of episode 46.5, so hope I'm not too late to submit some ideas for Ghost Sue. First off, awesome work on episode 46. You see, this is why I like his messages. You know, a lot of podcasts don't read out these like nice things that people say. More fool them. It really was a cracker. As I said, it was a particularly epic Sensi Soaks update. Nothing could have prepared me for the bombshell of the England job offer. Congrats, Ross. I played Sensi a lot back in the day and I never managed to get the England job. Oh. I think I managed like Portugal once or something, but never England. Portugal, man. <laughs> a bit of sun. Yeah. I sent an early stroke, mid-90 stroke, last England 11 to Tom, as he suggested. Lots of tune bias. Anyway, I digress, as always. Ghost Zoo. What an interesting idea. Well, <laughs> first and foremost, I'd have to say this would definitely be a no-cage zoo. <gasps> Other than maybe for the likes of Hitler, another mention for Hitler, Jeffrey Dahmer. How could one. you cage a ghost, though? A uh, special bars made of uh, anti-ectoplasm or something like that. Right, yeah. Ask... Uh, ask... Uh, Inspector Fogg. Egon. All right. Because he'd be in there and he would tell you how to uh, mm-hmm. trap himself. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, Maggie Thatcher, people like that. I envisage it working. That's the first of two mentions for Maggie Thatcher today. I envisage it working a bit like the holograms of the dead crew members in Red Dwarf. You would have a ghost image of the person sadly no longer with us, and they would have all their personality traits, memories, and feelings programmed, if that's the right word, by some kind of ghost database. The possibilities would be endless. That's the that's the big thing about Ghost Zoo. The <laughs> possibilities really are endless. Oh, yeah. Not that I'm obsessed with bands and gigs, okay, I am. But imagine the jam sessions you could get together. John Bonham in, on drums, Hendrix on guitar, Cliff Burton on bass, Chris Cornell oh, on Vox, still fresh, etc., etc. That's a that's a really that's a really interesting idea, actually. Yeah, that's something I haven't thought about. Yeah. Ghost Zoo. Possibilities are endless. It's fearing time. <laughs> so now the tagline's expanded, hasn't it? Yeah. So many other awesome combinations. It would be amazing. Fights too. Oh, a couple of fights. You could finally settle those daft drunken questions like, who would win a fight between Bruce Lee and gentleman Jim, Jim Corbett? Who's that? Oh, I think Bruce Lee would <laughs> Who's gentleman there? Jim Corbett? He was, uh, I think he was like... Um, a pugilist. A bare-knuckle a bare boxer kind of Fucking thing. Fucking hell. Say the tagline again. It's fearing time. No, the full one that you'd... Um, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, it's fearing time. Come have sex with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Oh God, I don't think there's much holding my back from getting this set up. Not sure how they would hit each other if they were ghosts, like. But I'm sure my pork. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure my pork tech guys could figure something out. Pork tech. That's maybe <laughs> something else entirely, isn't it? Just for your benefit too, Tom. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, what sort of reputation have I got here? An I'm, accurate one. I'm sure the more raunchy among the population, like a good self. Did you know my, my nickname at school was Michael Douglas? Um, would demand some kind of ghost sex den in the park as well? 
all, all sorts of weird and wonderful things going on with a combination of dearly departed darlings of your choice. Mm. Holy hell, that's like necrophilia. It's almost exactly like it, yeah. Except it's different. Yeah. Hopefully warmer. Uh, you'd love it. <laughs> I think this podcast has corrupted me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, join the club. I could go on, but I'll not, as I don't want to leave this too late to even get it in. Keep up the grand work. Come on, you sensey England. That's how I added that. Well, ah, yeah. Actually, you could make a song up for that. Well, surely it's coming home would have gone in there. Ah, it's sensey England. It's sensey England. It's sensey. Should we go on to the next one? Yeah, yeah. Pappy Setch. We need super good simulators at the spooky park. Now, he's written this in a particular way. Little S, big P, little O. Big O, little K, big Y, little P, big A, little R, big K. Mm. So it's spooky, like like spooky yeah. writing. Probably in Chiller, you know Chiller from uh, like Word. It's like the spookiest of all the um, the fonts, isn't it? So yeah, he's gone for that. Um, he wants it exactly like that. He said for things like the Titanic and for riding in Princess Diana's car, you get sprayed with ice cold water or some warm tomato sauce etc and then for ridiculous prices you can ask really important people one question or for fixed price you could speak with non-important ghosts non-important ghosts yeah imagine the mysteries we could solve or the treasure we could find but obviously they only feed a bit of info at a time to milk the desperate warm bodies of their money i mean fellow humans because he's referred to humans as warm bodies there maybe that says a lot about his true uh who he really is <laughs> Inspector Fogg Now, Inspector Fogg He's wrote something is seems to be inspired by the concept of ghosts So it's a bit of prose Yeah, yeah Directly from the mind of Inspector Fogg <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine <laughs> It's fearing time Come have sex with a ghost yeah. I feel like that cheapens it now It's only worth saying that once Yeah <laughs> He says How to bring ghosts to the zoo a spirit will link to a memory, place, a particular evening. That was the best of their life. Can the fabric of a building store memories, replay them, relive those times? Like that night in 1924 with F. Scott Fitzgerald. In the bright young things, dusk falling, everyone has had a drink. You go for a walk down through the grounds, through rhododendrons, flowering with a sickly scent, down to the lake. You're 28, looking out over the water, bit drunk, can hear the noise of your friends crashing through the undergrowth. And they come to the water's edge to meet you. What are you thinking? It's a girl you met earlier that night. You can't remember her name, but know you'll probably sleep with her. Look, bats, you trace with a finger through the air. There, there. Let's go back up to the house. It's cold. I need my shawl. No, you need another drink. Would a brick from the summer house, a cold hand laying upon it? Could that all just happen again? Eternally dusk, late summer, 1924? At the heart of each exhibit lays an object. A summoning object. The plank of a ship's deck. The masonry of the chapel. A vial of water from the lake. In these things we resound. Wow. Lovely. I hope I did that justice. That Thank says you. a lot about Inspector Fogg's mind. Inside the mind. Yeah. <laughs> I could just imagine him sitting in a big like chair, swirl yeah. around. He's got like cognac in one hand, a mm-hmm. cigar in the other. Mm-hmm. And he puts down a book. He's like, in the mind. <laughs> I pictured it in a smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leather chair. And you've never met the guy, but that's exactly what we'd expect. What a man. Liam. Oh, Liam. He was the guy, the, the creator of some of the ideas. 
Oh, creator. But it's not that Liam. Oh, oh is it that Liam? Right. Oh, hang on. Is it that Liam? Perhaps. I oh, don't it might know. be that Liam. The Liam I went on holiday with and I mentioned his name. It, if well, he mentions, I don't know. like, uh, Bill Cosby, it's got to be Liam. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> okay, then. Because so, we thought it would be better as a <laughs> film concept, you see. Right. Do you remember when I said that there's uh, head crabs that you never heard of before? Mm. You might have heard of this one. All right. I went on holiday with him. Hi, Liam. Because it's a horror film. Because the ghost of Bill Cosby, himself in the movie <laughs> Ghost Dad, breaks out and starts terrorising our protagonists. Saved by Patrick Swayze at the end from Ghost, but does the roundhouse throat tear. <laughs> oh, well, there you go then. I thought that was just some random guy. No, oh, we came up with that uh, on, on holiday. Oh, that's beautiful. Coming back. That's wonderful. Can you imagine Bill Cosby, like, in that? <laughs> or whatever he does the seaman was better oh chris david seaman all right yeah, yeah. it chris. was <laughs> <laughs> so chris congratulations oh no that was the last episode wasn't it uh obviously there's a ghost train but the whole park's a ghost train it's a bit like the entrance to jurassic park of course Ah. Uh, but the gates are a bit more like Arkham Asylum. Oh. Mm-hmm. It would be a ride through the ages. Actually, starting from dinosaurs, we'd see the ghosts of all sorts of different dinosaurs, but all being narrated by the ghost of John Hammond. Who's John Hammond? He was the, uh, wasn't he the guy in um, Jurassic Park who ran the place with the orb, with the amber on the end of his stick? Uh, oh, Richard. Richard well, um, yeah. Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> we have a T-Rex. He is dead, I think. <laughs> if not, he will be by the time this is built, so it's fine. What, the character or... Bad both, I think. Right. Bit of both. Like Jeff Capes. <laughs> I don't know how Jeff <laughs> Capes... Is, he, is Jeff Capes dead? <laughs> oh, he's lost his mind. Sorry, oh, he Jeff. He did, he died, he did. Uh... <laughs> As we move from dinosaur land, our car morphs from the Jurassic Park Jeep into an old Egyptian narrowboat. We move into Neolithic Zone. Ooh. Expensive. <laughs> Ooh, here we see aliens building the pyramids. Oh, aliens building pyramids. Now that's interesting. That's a bit of ghost a, of aliens. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> the thing that's on the the dollar bill. The fucking. I am um, Freemason. Is it? Freemason? But what's it? What do they always say? It is the blame it on the. Um, fuck! What's it called? Blame it <gasps> on the dollar. I don't know. Oh my god! The thing with the eyeball. Blame the it eye, on the bogey. It? It's a pyramid at the top with the eye. <laughs> Oh god, that's gonna haunt me. That's gonna haunt me. What? Just like the fir- the second Bond. I kind of <laughs> uh, aliens building the pyramids, narrated by their bitch Tutankhamun, uh, guiding us through what really happened. Mm. Oh, what's it called? The Illuminati. Right. Yeah, that's what that is. Off we go into medieval world. The boat changes to a battle wagon. Oof. I would imagine it happens a bit like... Um, a battle wagon. A battle wagon. Shock blast. That's what you got on your leg, wasn't it? Ah, uh, shock blast. It's it's a medical term. I know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's recurring. I don't like the way you build a little on it. Sorry, man. Um You know how the uh, the cat, battle, battle cat. Yeah. That's how I imagine this transition would take place. Off we go, riding all over the UK to see the great ghosts of Robin Hood, King Arthur, dragon ghosts swooping overhead, dragon ghosts. All narrated by the ghost of Merlin. I mentioned, we mentioned Merlin earlier. Remember that? Listen, I will. Suddenly there's a huge flash of light and we're all riding in a huge fucking tank. F-bomb. 
The Oh, there's bombs dropping. Guns firing. We're in the blitz. Planes overhead. The ghost of Adolf, again, and Mr. Churchill, arguing in the background, trying to tell us what's happening. We all watch in awe. It's great, and that's it. The tank turns into a carriage. We loop back around past the entrance on Dinosaur Land, and we're at the start again. Sign saying, Welcome to Dino Gypt Medieval It's Ghost Park. It's fearing time. I mean, I'd go to that. Yeah. But I'm running this park, and it uh, seems quite a bit expensive, all that sort of stuff. Mm. And where, especially when the ghosts are the real attraction. Uh, Why not just go and molest? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I save you? <laughs> Why not go and just hang out with Marilyn Monroe for a little bit? As a ghost? Yeah, man. Yeah. Not, not what I said. <laughs> Speaking of Marilyn Monroe, we've got El Chapo. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he, she's doing all right. All locked up in jail. Ghost cock whack-a-mole. That's how El Chapo starts right, this. Right, I can, I can... I could explain the concept, but I don't think I need to. There would be extra points for getting the small dicks, and when your ghoulish tickets printed out, you would get an interesting factoid, nice use of that, about who the tiny dick belonged to. <laughs> great, <laughs> great fun for all the family. Although, like, don't fuck about with the legends. I will kick the shit out of anyone who tries to tell me Stanley has a micropene. Also, like, if it's ghosts, I want a zoo of all the extinct shit and a nice timeline of all, a nice timeline of humans' evolution. Can you imagine an aquarium just full of all the scary old massive monsters? Fuck my life. I don't think I could cope, ghosts or not. Kissing booth with all the sexy as fuck dead people. It's quite a few. Like Marilyn Monroe. Uh, yeah, any other ideas are turning into a ghost brothel, so I'm out. Looking forward to other answers. <laughs> Love you like this. Love you, Ross. Tom, you suck. El Chapo. Oh, nice. Oh. Excellent. Lovely. She, um, El Chapo also was the other person who said, hashtag Team Ross. Oh, next up, <laughs> next up, uh, everyone's favourite, Big Dollar Rob. Seance, see me. Lionel Richie stroke Pet Heaven theme. Oh, I get it. Is that a song? It's the song. Okay. Say on, say me. There you go. Say it forever. Clever. Mm-hmm. A ghost zoo for all pets that have left us. Oh. Lionel music played everywhere. Playlist, just go. Don't want to lose you. You mean more to me. Just can't say goodbye. Why? Dancing on the ceiling for the pet spiders and such. <laughs> and others that fit the theme. It's obviously a big zoo. Might have to restrict actual animals available to see to the past couple of years and keep all the ones only contactable via seance to keep it a bit more realistic. Otherwise, it would be just covered, wouldn't it? Uh, as mentioned, there'll be seances available to contact pets and see how they're enjoying the other side. And you also explain things that you couldn't when they were kicking about, like accidentally standing on their paw or something like that. So sorry about that. They go, oh, I'm so okay. <laughs> <laughs> For kids, there'll be a petting boo. Oh, that's pretty good, baby. Which is pretty self-explanatory, but I haven't decided if it's ghosts or live animals. Well, it's ghosts. Sorry, but it's ghosts. And give them the option, maybe. Uh, no. Age restrictions probably needed. No rides because I don't like rides. Okay. Uh, the, girl, the girl from the Hello music video also makes busts of your dead pet, which are available to purchase at the gift shop. I was thinking about that, yeah, mm. when he mentioned... Genius. That. That would be good. God, I hope people don't go off this podcast because we'll not have any content. Mm-hmm. Big dollar Rob, thank you very much. Andre, next. Two more. Andre, Margaret Thatcher animatronic. Okay. 
when people approach, it lunges forward shouting, give us your milk. Free milk to all the kids who went there, just as a sort of juxtaposition of that, contradict it. Uh, the next exhibit called, you can like this, Ross, I think, mm. Savile Row. Right, yeah. Thatcher herds the children down it. <laughs> then a caring and reassuring Jim will fix it, says. Oh, yeah, I'll come oh, in. Did she try and take your milk? Come here. I'll make it better. That was my... Like, now then, now yeah. then. How's about that then? That's dark, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's nasty, that. That's dark. I wrote to Jim. Oh. Yeah. Did well, he fix it? Nah, did he? Didn't get a reply. That's good, man. So I bet was... you back then you were good at but now... He was too busy with the troubles, I think, wasn't he? With uh-huh. the, his, his personal troubles. God bless his soul. God bless his tortured He'd done a soul. lot for charity, though, didn't he? Yeah. That's what some people say. He'd be... <laughs> It'd be in a certain segment of the of the uh, the zoo, wouldn't he? Probably the... the it would be the over eighteens could go and see <laughs> oh, that God. sort of thing, I guess. You'd have to have a chaperone. Yeah. Stick him in a pit. Yeah. Like the pit from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Fight. Celebrities oh. are forced to fight. Against Jeff fight. Capes. Yeah, Jeff Capes. I'm not sure if he's dead. I've just Googled it. He's well alive. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, he's, oh. he's, he's well, I'm going to talk directly to Jeff. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jeez, I honestly thought he was. I thought he perished. Oh, well. Jeff. When you do perish, if you want to hand yeah. it all over to us, we'll take good care of it. If you want to do celebrity death match and Against go to, but look, you can fight all the baddies. <laughs> you can finally be the. It could be like our, st- you know, a star. Like you, yeah. you have like this, like uniform on or uh-huh. so something, and he'll he'll battle on our behalf. Definitely. But we might find out that Jeff Capes actually isn't a very good fighter. Yeah, what was he a wrestler? He's strongest man. Strong. Oh. Wow, was he? Okay. Speaking of strongest man, let's finish off with Rhett. Hey guys, hope this email finds you well. It did. Love the last episode, in particular the general child... Oh, <laughs> childness of it. I thought he was going to say childness, which isn't a word, but also would be suggesting it was uh, childish. All right. Childness of it. CL. Yeah, I get that. CL. You get that, Ross? Kind of after it. LT. Distasteful. Because <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Thanks, Ross. Uh me other, me other mate. <laughs> I am emailing in to talk about this very interesting ghost zoo concept. Mm, very interesting. It's fearing time. I love it, but not sure how I feel about keeping the ghosts locked behind bars. Chris Dubbs said he wanted it to be free roaming. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would prefer a safari park due to us all in life being trapped in jobs, mortgages, etc. I love the thought that they are free to roam around more than be behind bars. Just for Ross. Enough of that, though. Oh, sorry. Behind bars, LOL. Just for for us. So he's bringing it back retro style, LOL. Lots of love. Enough of that, though. I think it's a great idea. There could be a musician room, a Club 27 room, a movie star room, TV peeps, but maybe not that... Oh, maybe not that non-Savile jingle jangle now then, now then. Okay. Might not want to have a chat with Andre. But I also feel there would need to be a place to visit... Dead family members like you book in advance and the contact listed family members. I, for one, would love to see both my granddads again. There we go. My opinions of this for what it's worth. Keep up the good work, guys. Your pal, Retro Mikey. PSO. There could be a murder room with actual weapons used to kill them. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Now, Retro also actually uh, suggested a couple of... um, Programs that could be made in the same formula of Chernobyl. 
Okay, yeah. He said Piper Alpha and Lockerbie. Uh, possible dramatizations. So Piper Alpha was an oil rig explosion northeast of Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. We're ending this episode on a high, by the way. Uh, 167 deaths, sadly. Uh, Lockerbie was the Pan Am Flight 103 disaster caused by... I didn't realise this until I looked into it. Caused by a bomb exploding on the plane which crashed over a residential area of Lockerbie in Scotland. 243 passengers, 16 crew and 11 people on the ground lost their lives. But he suggested those could be poten- uh, potential programmes that could be made in the same vein of Chernobyl. Yeah. yeah. It's a single season, isn't it? Yes, the miniseries sort of thing. Can't really <laughs> go on, can you? Can't do a sequel. But yeah, that, I thought I'd end the, the hilarity of Ghost 2 by talking about two <laughs> utter tragedies. Yeah. So yeah, Ghost 2, the final thoughts. It's dead good. <laughs> it's dead good. It's dead good. <laughs> it's fearing time. Ross, final thoughts. I'm not saying that again. Have final sex thoughts? with a ghost. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to, but I will. He did it. You could do all sorts and go so You could go and visit Einstein, ask him about stuff. There'd be no regrets. forward society, like, but I don't actually believe in ghosts. That's the only problem with this whole thing. Hang on. Is <laughs> 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 this all futile? Yeah. This amazing idea. Get in touch, Jeff, uh, if you do want to give us your soul. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. Will I say my idea for next? Please do. Tease that bitch. So we're talking about Time Cop over there. <laughs> you Tim could, Cop, man. <laughs> Time Cop is your reference. Yes, Imagine yes. you could go anywhere, do anything throughout history. Yep. What would you do? Would there be any, uh, I always struggle with this word, repercussions? Yeah. I always say A wrinkle in time. A sp- little bit Red Dwarf, that, isn't it? Going yeah. back to watch JFK. Mm. Is that the one where they go through the photos? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant, photos, that one, yeah. Because yeah. they, they say there's something wrong with the um, the fluid for actually making the pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm, and right. the, he shows them, Crichton, he's like, this is, have a look at this, and it's alive. So right. step in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I right. don't know if that is the same one as the... Oh, I know the GFK one. That was in a later series, and they, they actually go to the de- book depository and stuff mm-hmm. like that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. it's a really um, interesting idea. So it, would there be? Would you be able to go there, do what you want, and come back, and nothing would have changed? Yeah, we'll do right, that. Like, a, like Ebenezer Scrooge, you're watching. You know, you can't. You can't get involved. Yes. Ah, yeah, like a, a ghost. Ah. Oh, so is it? Is it like? Ghost. Hang on, are you? Hang, just to get there's the, no ghost. Just by to get, the way. <laughs> just to really get the granular detail here. Are you mm. going back just to witness something? Yeah. Or, right. So you're not well, going like, back to change anything. You know, you could go and see how like certain massive things happened and oh. see the reality of this. This is interesting. Or you could go in the future and see what the future is like. Like, what would the planet be like in a hundred years' time? Would you want to see that? You know, because is it the end of the time machine where he goes miles into the future? That's right. And it's all like rocks or something like that. Pardon? Doesn't he end up inside a mountain or something? Or is that something else? Yeah. The 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 book he he goes so far in the future where he sees the world's actually devolving and like everything's going back into the ocean. It's amazing. Ah, right. Book in the in the in the film though we've got those people that live underground and stuff. Don't the Murloc, Morlocks, M- yeah. bastards, the bastards, the nasty bastards. I know. So that's uh, next month's Inside Ross's Mind. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. 
Okay. Happy with that? Yes. Yeah. Happy with that? Let's finish off then <laughs> with the limerick. Mm-hmm. Because we've come to the end of the episode 47. It's been another marathon one. I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm hot. Hot, hot yeah. stuff. It's going to be nice doing the podcast in the winter. It is, it? eh? Oh, we're still doing it. Mm. <laughs> so, Limerick, shall I read it out again? You can give your last line. You yep, ready? Ready. You prepared, Tim Cop? I think so. So, there was a young man called Tim who was a fan of a certain footballing sim. He'd play with his boat during those sensitive soaks. Past the soap, Courtney and Kim. Oh! <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant. We'll That's get that it. etched on your epitaph and then... You can come in a ghost too. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that uh, dungeon you were talking about earlier. Oh, that's right, yeah. Fantastic. Well, there's only one more thing to do, Tim, and that's to officially welcome you, I'm sure Ross will join me in doing this, to the Gonox Slayer Fellowship. Thanks. Loved it. <laughs> oh, you get I added to this WhatsApp group where you occasionally get bugged. Yeah, so. there's a little bone. That's a bone. Did you know about that? No. Oh, baby. So, yeah, you get, there's a fellowship WhatsApp group where only the the creme de la crop, <laughs> that's not how you say that, but fuck it, uh, get invited, uh, the people who've been on the podcast. And you get to see uh, a little photo that the producer takes of the episode when it's the day before it gets released, or a couple of days before it gets released, mm-hmm. it's just to give you a little bit of excitement. And then the rest of it's just a bit of bants in it, really, just game bants. and bants. Yeah, bit of game and bants. You can opt out at any time. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has. You can, you can mute it, yeah. You can mute it or leave. A couple of people just left it. Oh, that's Less sad, than, isn't it? Oh, fuck isn't it. that sad? Yeah, that's hard. Any closing statement, Ross? No, any? I've enjoyed meeting Tim. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's good, isn't it? And he, I, I believe he wasn't paid now. Oh, they have no, said it. Definitely not. <laughs> Tim, any final words? No, I'm done. It's good. Will you be back? Yeah, have me back. Right, so goodbye. Yeah, goodbye to all. Yeah, all the best. All the best. All the best. And thank you very much for listening to God, God is
Right, well, we'll do it. Do you want to Ross? Are you sure? Ah, oh, I love it. What, what number are we up there? 47. Okay. Part 2, 47. 47. 50 is going to be special, isn't it? Maybe. Do you reckon? reckon? What do you think we're going to do for that then? I think we'll do it in the nude. <laughs> God. That's where his mind goes straight away, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. yeah. I think we'll get all of the past guests on this room, in this room. And imagine how nude. hot. I'm sweaty now. Fuck. I am really. I'm that. sweating out some of the beer I had last night, and I'm <laughs> replenishing it with new beer. <laughs> I'm not drinking tomorrow, though. I can taste it. 